This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Squeeze Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Bryce Corbett. It's Thursday, September 8. In Squiz Kids Today, Aussie hopes dashed at US Open. Turning plastic into diamonds. Jess Malboy's Indigenous lesson. And Charlotte the pet crocodile. That's what's making news, kid style. The Lowdown. Australia's hopes of having a player make it all the way through the US Open tennis tournament was scuttled yesterday when both Isla Tomlanovic and Nick Kyrgios lost their respective quarterfinals. Scuttled is a fancy word for sunk. Use it in your next creative writing piece. I dare you. Isla lost in straight sets to Tunisia's Ons Jabur, bringing an end to her US Open dream. But, you know, her opponent was the runner-up at Wimbledon this year, And she did so well to have gotten as far as she did. And then fellow Aussie Nick Kyrgios lost in a tight match against Russia's Karen Chakanov. Nick went into the game with the hopes of a country on his shoulders and played his best. But finally, the big-hitting Russian wore the Aussie down, emerging victorious after a gruelling five-set match. Gruelling is a fancy word for really, really hard. Slide that one into your next writing assignment. The match was something of a disappointment for the fiery tennis player from Canberra, especially after he had beaten world number one Daniel Medvedev to reach the quarterfinals. And perhaps that disappointment explains why he smashed up his tennis racket at the end of the game, which, I know I don't need to tell you, is not the most sporting way to end a match. Raincoats, gumboots and brollies will be the order of the day up and down much of the east coast of Australia over the next few days as widespread rain, thunderstorms and the threat of flooding in already saturated river basins once again looms. Fingers and toes crossed that this weather front comes and goes quickly. globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a news story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in the Spanish village of Valverde de la Vera, where residents have come up with an ingenious, beautiful and environmentally friendly way to beat the heat. Spain has suffered through three heat waves this summer, and the elderly men and women of the village wanted to do something to alleviate, which means make better, the baking heat. So they collected up old plastic bags and started weaving huge shade canopies. The result? Gorgeous coloured decorations overhead, as you'll see in the link in your episode notes, plus more shade and less plastic in landfill. And while we're discussing the latest in plastic, we should take a quick side trip north to Germany, where scientists have figured out a way to turn old plastic drink bottles into, wait for it, diamonds. It's an extremely complicated process involving x-ray lasers, and for now it only produces tiny quantities of diamonds, but it's the first step towards a pretty glamorous kind of recycling. Pop Culture Corner. 
Aussie pop singer Jessica Malboy has added another hit song to her repertoire after yesterday being taught to sing Heads, Shoulders, Knees and Toes in Tiwi and Mangarai. Now, you know the song Heads, Shoulders, Knees and Toes, right? I'd sing it for you, but my children would either die of embarrassment or never speak to me again, or both. To mark Indigenous Literacy Day yesterday, Jess got a couple of Indigenous kids, Dean and Derek, to teach her to sing the classic kids' song in their native languages. For Derek, who grew up on the Tiwi Islands just to the north of Darwin, he speaks Tiwi at home with his family and English at school, while Dean learns English at school as his elders are teaching him the language of his country, Mangarai. So, how did Jess do? According to both boys, she was a fast learner, and I've stuck a link to a video of her learning to sing the song in today's episode notes. Check it out for yourselves. It's super cute. Animal Kingdom And so to Proserpine in Queensland we go, where Charlotte the pet crocodile has been written into her owner's will. What's a will? It's a legal document that's drawn up outlining who you want to give your money and possessions to after you die. And in the case of John Casey, a sugarcane grower from the Whitsundays, he wants to leave at least part of his earthly possessions to Charlotte, his three-metre-long, 59-year-old pet croc. You see, crocs can live up to 150 years old, much longer than the humans who have taken them in and care for them. So John has left money in his will for Charlotte, for someone to look after her when he's gone. Which is a pretty nice thing to do, given that Charlotte once bit off his father's hand. Charlotte has been a member of the Casey family since she was a baby croc. She used to love travelling in the car and would often climb from the back seat to the front to sit on the driver's lap. There are even photos of Charlotte going into pubs with the Casey family and propping herself up on the bar. They sure do breed them different up central Queensland way. And yes, of course, I've stuck a link to photos of Charlotte in today's episode notes. Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. Which Aussie pop singer has learned to sing in two different indigenous languages? Yeah, that's right. It's Jess Malboy. Question number two. In which country are they turning old plastic bottles into diamonds? Yeah, that's right, it's Germany. Well done if you got that one. Question number three. What's the name of the pet crocodile who's just been written into a cane farmer's will in Queensland? Yeah, that's right, it's Charlotte. Shout outs. It's September 8. Today is Are You OK Day? A day to ask your friends and family how they're doing. Because sometimes, just by checking in with people, we can make all the difference in the world to their day. It's also a special day for these Squiz Kids celebrating a birthday today. Dylan from Walpole, Miles from Ivanhoe, Anson from Kalara, Harper from Cobar, Ruby from Canberra, Siobhan from Adelaide, Chloe, who's listening all the way over there in Taichung City in Taiwan, and Alexandra, who's listening all the way over there in South Korea. Hello to you both. 
And belated birthday shout-outs today go to Neve from Forest Hill and Olivier from Clavelli. I hear you're making great progress with your Rubik's Cube, Olivier. And classroom shout-outs today go to Grade 4 with Mrs Testoni and Mr Bavastock at Mawara Public School, Year 4 and Mrs Murdoch at St John the Baptist School in Maitland, Class 34A and Mrs Aitkins at St Michael's Parish School in Daniloquin. Class 4M and Mrs Venter at Woolandilly Public School in Goulburn. And finally to the students at Livingston Primary School in Vermont South. And happy birthday to their teacher, Miss Van Tarakas. And special shout-outs go to the following teachers who recently became members of Squiz Kids for Schools on our special Term 4 promo, the link to which is in our episode notes. Mr Patton in Year 5-6 at Melrose Primary School in Wodonga, Ms Martin at Bradbury Public School and Ms Curtin at Holy Family Primary School in Kelso. Welcome aboard to you all. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout-out, or if you're after a classroom shout-out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au. Well, that's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. Over and out.